solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter five, the Whomping Willow. <laughs> Check one two three. <laughs> Here we go. Let's keep this in. <laughs> Hey there, welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. You're just stuck with Alex and I this week. Yeah, Sorry. no Ben. Aw. So if you're tuning in this week, that means you got our password, which was what kind of car? No, no, that was like a week ago. Oh, sorry. It was why, how did they get to Hogwarts, I think? <laughs> Yeah, so if you are tuning in this week, you remembered we didn't. I'm sure that you said it out loud when you heard the password. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you wouldn't be listening. This is a great bit. I love that we keep doing it. Yeah, no, I just tweet at us if you want us to keep this bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oof. So how did we like this chapter? This chapter is entitled The Whomping Willow. And what did you rename it? <laughs> that's funny i just did a re- recall what i don't know a uh a throwback mm, to um mm. book one and this is the second worst plan question mark agreed <laughs> not, not probably the first. probably the first this is not as this, this is, is worse this is a terrible yeah. plan it's terrible it's awful so, um, in case you don't know what happens in the Whomping Willow chapter, um, they decide to, when they can't get into the Hogwarts Express, which we know is because, uh, well, they can't get into the platform nine and three quarters, um, they decide to use the flying car to get to Hogwarts, which is, you know, genius, and they, mm-hmm. um, fly into the Whomping Willow and get crushed Ron decides that at this point, while he's getting crushed, the best way to, in fact, um, stop the car is to break his wand on the steering wheel, and then... Um, well, I don't think he did it on purpose. And then they get in trouble. <laughs> uh, well, we'll discuss this in Let's more detail. Let's get into it. But, <laughs> Just a quick recap. I think we did that for a couple of Yeah, and I chapters. think we should keep doing the yeah. recap. We should bring the recap back. Hashtag bring the recap. Hashtag save the recap. Cap. Save the re... Never mind. Alright, so what's your first note? Oh. My first note is, LOL, at Arthur and the extension charm. Also, how does Molly not know it's an extension charm? My first note was, LOL, at Molly's thought on Muggles being like... (laughs) Wow, they really, I don't give them enough credit. (laughs) Muggles really know what they're doing. Molly, you have been inside a magical extension charmed tent. Your house is an extension charm, basically. Like, Molly, get it together. You should recognize this magic. she knows her husband. Like, she's giving him way too much credit. This is like willful ignorance. Willful. (laughs) Guys, why can't I talk today? Willful ignorance. Um, I like the little foreshadow of Ginny running back to get her diary. Yeah, except Ouch. horrifying. <laughs> what if she had just left it? I know. Um, also, okay, so here's my thing. So we're now to the part where they don't, I'm at the part where they don't get get in. Do you have more notes um, before there? Yeah, I have like a small thing that I took issue with. Um, they completely changed the whole idea of, like, going through the barrier in, from the first one. Like, they didn't say anything about doing it, like, casually or nonchalant. Yeah. And then this one, they're like, you have to make sure no one notices you. And yeah, then, yeah, I noticed that, too. And I was like, that's not a thing. Like, why is that all of a sudden a thing? So that was just a little... Yeah, I thought that, too. ...nitpicky thing. But I also tried to think about it as, like, we were doing it through Harry's point of view last time, and... Maybe Molly didn't feel like, like, she was there by herself, Arthur wasn't there, she had all those children with her. True, where was Arthur the last year? Yeah, so I think, um, I, I'm trying to give it the benefit of that and being, like, she was just, like, I don't care, like, just get through the platform, you know? Um. Yes. But. Yeah. 
they tell them like take it a bit at a run, at a run if you're nervous. That's true. Which then Ryan and him still take it at a run this time. So I don't see how that's like nonchalant. And okay, yeah, I'm at the where it gets barricaded. Why don't Molly and Arthur like try to come back through and like it, like if I were responsible for children. I would check to make sure they got on the train, especially Molly, who's so, like, you know what I'm saying? And maybe she couldn't get back through. Maybe their wonderings, like, oh, maybe mom and dad can't get back through are correct. But then I feel like they would be less, like, like that would be mentioned in the car letter or something like that. Like, it just so, doesn't seem realistic that they can't get back through. I wondered, one, if they even realized that they didn't get on the train because they were like late. So like they were all running to get on the yeah, train. Yeah, no, well that that's what I assume. So but. one, I don't know if they know right off the bat. So like maybe they're like taking their time getting back. Like they're saying goodbye. Molly's crying because like Jenny's, Jenny's going. first year. Jenny's the only girl. Um, and maybe they're like talking to other people, like mm-hmm. possibly. But I to that note, this was I said. I can't talk either. This is the second time the Weasleys have lost Harry in this book. <laughs> Molly, get it together. And Arthur. Your supreme mom. Yeah, but Arthur's supposed to be sort of, like, scatterbrained. Like, Molly is supposed to win, like, mom of the year. And she's <laughs> lost the savior of the wizarding world twice within a two-week period. Yeah. And also, like, why wasn't Arthur, like, the last one through? Like, Molly could have gone ahead with Ginny or whatever, but, like... Yeah, that's, like, Kids 101. Yeah, always a line leader, always a caboose. Yes. And if you have an extra person, somewhere in the middle. And who <laughs> let Harry and Ron be the caboose? Yeah, or, like, she was like, Percy, you first. No, no like, come Percy on. Percy should be last, or, and he's the one that should not get through. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you have done? Look, here's my thing. Harry is so easily convinced. One, Ron's logic is terrible with this plan. Like, he's like, oh, um, I guess we have to fly the car. Like, instead of wait, I would have waited. Waited for them to get back. That's literally just wait for your parents. Because for me. They will figure it out. I have a very, like, I'm not a very, like, whatever, logic. So I don't always use logic to make my decisions. But in my head. If I feel like I logically haven't done something wrong, then I don't feel the need to overexert myself to, like, do something around it. Like, maybe if I had been late to getting on the train, like, if it was my yeah. of my own accord, I woke up late and I needed to drive somewhere. Then I'd be like, okay, I need to do, get, whatever do all of to. these newfangled, like, new ideas to figure out how to get there. But if the barrier was broken, I would be like, this was not my fault. Somebody's going to fix it. I'm going to wait yeah. here until someone fixes it. Like, when I said Harry, like, has a little bit more sense because he's kind of, like, been independent. Like, he's never had to rely on the Dursleys for anything. So, like, he doesn't think of, like, oh, parents, they'll help you. Yeah. Ron, no excuse. And it's Ron's idea. It's Ron's terrible idea. And Harry is so easily convinced. And what gets me, gets my goat about him being so easily convinced is he almost says it. He's like oh, yeah, but we're not supposed to. And Ron's like, yeah, but in 19, maybe, I have no idea uh, that you can, like, kind of use magic in emergency, maybe. It's like, Harry, in this book, you have already almost been expelled from Hogwarts for using magic underage. Like, this is not the time to be taking these kinds of risks. And he even says, like, let's wait by the car. Yeah, Harry has the smartest idea. And Ron's like, the car! And Ron definitely used magic. He, like, unlocked the car with magic, they said. <laughs> and that's, like, they're not in danger, so there's no reason for him to use magic. So dumb. Like, the car, they're technically not using magic, so, like, they wouldn't get in trouble for that. But I, or did he use magic, or did he, like, voice command open the car? Because the car responds to, like, no, what you it tell says, it to do. Um, Check that no one's watching, said Ron, starting the engine with another tap of his wand. Ron! Oh, yeah. he Ron unlocked the cavernous trunk with a series of taps from his wand. Also, like, what? Ron doesn't know what he's doing. He's just tapping. Things. He's like, that's why he thinks he can stop the car by banging on the steering wheel going, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> 
And Harry's just looking at her. It's like, this is not a spell. But Harry doesn't even, like, think to get out his wand. Also. <laughs> well, because Harry... Ron's, like, magical. <laughs> but Harry also, like, knows he doesn't know any spells that can help him. So he's just like, look, Jesus, take the wheel. Yes, Harry. <laughs> Um, I do like the scene that this provides in the movie because it's iconic. Yeah, they're like, it can't be far. We can't be far behind. Yeah, but that's not in here, know, and that was I disappointing know. to me. Um, but I do think that's better visualized. Yeah, I liked it in the movie. Although to be fair, this is like a very action-based sequence. Like you have to really picture it in your head. Hold on. Ron yelled, and he slammed his foot on the accelerator. They shot straight into the low, woolly clouds, and everything turned dull and foggy. Now what? said Harry, blinking at the solid mass of cloud pressing in on them from all sides. We need to see the train to know what direction to go in, said Ron. Dip back down again, quickly. They dropped back beneath the clouds and twisted around in their seats, squinting at the ground. I can see it, Harry yelled. Right ahead! There! The Hogwarts Express was streaking along below them like a scarlet snake. Due north, said Ron, checking the compass on the dashboard. Okay, we'll just have to check on it every half an hour or so. Hold on! And they shot up through the clouds. Even, and I think she does a very good job yeah. of in describing that in the book. Like, it's very... And kind of dipping back down, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's a really long ride. Yes. Okay, now I will give Ron this credit. Um, I think it's impressive he knows how to drive the car at all. Because it says They're that Fred 12. and George flies it all the time. But he's a 12-year-old. He's yeah. not in a car every day like we were, like, yeah. as kids. Like, Although, I feel like it's easier to fly a car than it is to drive a car. Yes. Because there's nothing else. But he also, like, knows how to tap, like, the things. Like, yeah. I was like, Ron, this is, like, pretty. And I think it goes back. To Ron's, like, it's sort of, like, the same wealth of knowledge of, like, chess kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he's very good at... Because we also don't know how long they've had the car. Well, yeah. I mean, Fred and George later do say that they've taken it out, like, 12 times or something like that. And yeah. Ron watched them drive it all the way to Harry's. But yeah. I was just thinking, like, that's really good picking, like, picking up on its skills. Because, like, even when I was learning to drive as an adult, like... I think, though, that both Harry and Ron do pick up on things from, like, Hermione, like... They don't know it off the bat, but they do remember it once she's taught, taught it to them. them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they both have that sort of, like, skill of... Hermione's a good teacher. Sponge. But I don't think she taught him how to drive. No, I just mean, he... Like, I think Ron has showed that he can pick up stuff, and, and so can Harry. Um, um, I didn't really have any notes on the ride in general. Yeah. Kind of pretty straightforward my favorite my favorite thing in this chapter is ron's reaction to the engine to the engine oh, dying yeah. uh-oh <laughs> he's just like uh oh the engines died ron this is and you're in midair this is not an uh-oh moment i feel like um so alex and i went to harry potter world which i think we've mentioned and there wasn't a ride with the car i feel like that would have been a good yeah and for kids like they could have done like a cute kids ride for that and like you the kind that like kind of like the dumbo ride where you're going like up and down like in the car oh yeah that would have been really cute they didn't yeah. do that they didn't have anything and that's like an actual like ride in yeah and of itself. i think they had they because they had to choose because that's similar premise to the hippogriff ride and that's the one for kids that they kind of do. I guess, yeah. Because they don't have many roller coasters. Like, they have the one adult roller coaster, which is the dragons. And then they have, like, the virtual the reality. And the, the green gods. Well, that's what I'm saying. Those yeah. are the green gods and Hogwarts. And the Hogwarts castle one are both, like, these virtual reality ones, which are great. Because I I mean, you're still, like, on a thing. Yeah. But I'm saying those, those I'm, like, putting those in a separate category. I think and then you have the expand. one kid one. I think they should have just made Wizarding World its own thing. Like, that could have... They could have easily done a full park of Harry Potter. I think they're going to expand it. Yeah. I it's kinda... all that they have going for them at Universal. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, they've got that uh, Killer Shrek ride. Oh. <laughs> I was making a joke. They, they have, have the like Hulk. a whole Simpsons world. 
do people like The Simpsons world as much as they like Harry Potter? No, and it's like huge. Um, Yeah, I think they're getting expanded though. Okay, anyway, um, (laughs) what was their game plan when they like landed? Were they just gonna walk into the Great Hall and be like, well, they wanted to like drive up like slowly land and like did they think they wouldn't get in trouble like yeah harry even talks about his game plan he's like we're gonna be like heroes of the school like driving up in the car like in the grass and i was like what harry what is this choice terrible planning horrible planning this is what happens when you leave harry and ron without hermione (laughs) really though she would never have let this happen they do end up saving the wizarding or at least hogwarts without her i mean like obviously she told them everything but she wasn't there that this is that's a good point this shows growth in this book (laughs) when harry and ron have but even she's the reason they can right yeah it's all her like she left everything she left them the breadcrumbs but and they followed them yeah this is a good harry and ron book though yes it is the little duo um, oh yeah, I just, once again, year two, Ron, you think a spell is saying stop over and over again, <laughs> false. I would cry if I broke my wand, fact about me. Ron is not crying and I would be bawling. I think he thinks that it can be fixed, which is dumb because, it's dumb because... Like, he should know that, like, you can't just fix a wand. Like, yeah. With magic, even. Ron. Ron, 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 Ron. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, uh, when, now I'm inside the castle, um, I think it's really smart that she does this, like, recap about, oh, when Harry was sorted, he almost got into Slytherin yeah. because it comes back later in this, this, book. this book. Like, she just... Really good setting that up. Um, I had a quick note about, or like, are you at the Snape thing, like where no. Snape comes up behind them? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. My next note is, the hat doesn't sing this year. What's up? And you're supposed to be like, oh, they just missed it singing. But Harry sees McGonagall put it on the stool, and then it just goes right to, and then people are being sorted. Now, I guess Harry's in his brain mind for some time, and you can just assume that the hat sang while Harry was thinking about how he almost was sort of into Slytherin, about what it's like for the first years and what it was like for him as a first year. But the hat doesn't sing. Possibly. Yeah. I'd like to think that he was just, like, talking or thinking in his head during the song. Part. Yeah, well, yeah, which is what I'm saying, but... The song is the best part. I love the song. I missed the song. And I used to justify it every year by being like, oh, they were late. They missed the song. And then the third one, he misses it. Oh, is the fourth one the next time we hear the song? We hear it twice. We hear it three times. Because, well, a lot more than three times. Oh, yeah. um, because I know in the fifth one and the sixth one, it talks about like being divided and stuff. Well, no, you don't hear it in the sixth one. So yeah. he misses it the sixth, third, because he passes out during the third one. Like, before. And oh, he yeah, in the second one. Madame Pomfrey or whatever. And so you don't hear it in this one. So second, third, sixth, and then obviously seventh. So, so he, you... One, four, and five. Oh, okay. So you do hear it three times. But anyway, doesn't sing this year. Disappointed. Oh, bad hat. Yeah, my next is the Snape thing. Um, I just said lol at this whole thing because I think it's just funny even though it's like kind of like stereotypical like you're talking you're not you're, yeah. but um no I said the same thing I have lol great comedic timing and Snape walking up I like listen to it with Jim Dale and he does Snape so funny because yeah. they're like doing their back and with it's like or maybe or maybe <laughs> so awkward everyone funny. hates him I'm like lol Hang on, Harry muttered to Ron. There's an empty chair at the staff table. Where's Snape? Professor Severus Snape was Harry's least favorite teacher. Harry also happened to be Snape's least favorite student. 
Cruel, sarcastic, and disliked by everybody except the students from his own house, Slytherin. Snape taught potions. Maybe he's ill, said Ron hopefully. Maybe he's left, said Harry, because he missed out on the Defense Against Dark Arts job again. Or he might have been sacked, said Ron enthusiastically. I mean, everyone hates him. Or maybe, said a very cold voice right behind them. He's waiting to hear why you two didn't arrive on the school train. Um, and then I said, of course it's Snape. Like, he's the teacher. I'm sure he volunteered to be like, I'm going to greet them. Because yeah. I guess they knew that they weren't on the train. I'm sure nobody told Snape to greet them. No one told anybody he to took greet it them. Upon they were just himself. yeah. He just like saw them and was like, "I'm gonna bring them down to the office." Okay, um, when Snape says, "Dear, dear, his own son," about Arthur, I know. First of all, Snape, you're the worst. Second of all, Snape has a point. Why isn't Arthur fired? He should be fired. For what? For the car. But they don't, they never see the car. Right, but it's his flying car. They know that they drove a Ford Angela there. They, it. They don't have the evidence. That's true. I mean, I'm glad, obviously, that he's not fired, but that is rough. That's against his own, and it's public, like, public in the papers. Yeah. Also, like, I don't really know how the law works, like, with it, and, like, Arthur's saying, like, there is a loophole, and, and I think they talk about the loophole in the last chapter, or the two chapters ago, and they didn't really talk about how, I think that the reason for the law is that it's to stop people from, like, intentionally hurting Hitting muggles, muggles yeah. and, like, this car's obviously not, he's not, like, trying to sell it back to a muggle or mm -hmm. something like that. And then he also said, like, if you're not intending to, like, make it fly by putting it back together or whatever. Yeah. That's obviously, like, such a cop-out. But I do think that there is something to be said about, like, the intention. And, like, he's just keeping it. Because there are lots of objects that are considered, like, muggle objects that wizards also use. Right. I'm not saying he should be arrested. Like, the tent. I'm just saying it looks really bad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> looks bad. And it, like... It wasn't him driving it. So, like, technically they can't prove that it was his. Right. I mean, yeah, I just was feeling like, this Look, is rough. I'm looking out for you, Arthur. I don't want <laughs> Arthur to be fired! Of course not! Look, you brought it up. Nobody nobody else here brought it up. <laughs> don't I'm, be just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. This is retribution for um, being outnumbered last, last week. With the, like, I thought about that the other day. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just because I feel like sometimes I talk about my fandom stuff and I feel like such an uber nerd. Like, I feel like I do entertain it and like do no, talk about no, it. No, you do. I didn't mean it like that. Okay. I just meant like you 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 make me feel bad because you're such a purist and I get, <laughs> and I get so clouded by my I am a purist by my fandom garbage. <laughs> um, pretentious purist. <laughs> <laughs> so see the pretentious. Purist. Don't call me Percy. I wasn't calling you Percy. It just was alliterative with the rest. I'll, of I'd rather be a prefect than be uh, Percy. Yeah, that's true. Always rather be a I would prefect. have definitely been a prefect. I would have wanted to be a prefect. I wouldn't have been a prefect. <laughs> look, you didn't have to give me that look. I just... Although, I, I might have been a prefect. I think you could have. I might have been a prefect. You're like I, an RA type. I follow the rules and I'm good with new people, so... Yeah, like an RA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not the most... Especially for Gryffindor, because I feel like none of the Gryffindor... That's true. Percy. Like, I couldn't make, like, a Ravenclaw <laughs> prefect. No, I think, yeah, I would have stiff competition. Yeah, but, like, I think I could probably make Gryffindor prefect. Like, I follow the rules pretty good for a Gryffindor. Um, My note is the Whomping Willow is weak if it's actually injured from, like, the car. I feel like that's just Snape being dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. If it's actually injured. But I think in the movie, where there's like an outtake, I think of the it movie. It does look where pretty it has like sad. slings and stuff or yeah. something. 
I think it's an outtake from book two where it like does a pan and it shows the Whomping Willow. Oh, with, I've like, never bandages. seen that. I think I'm not making this up. I'm sure I'm, I didn't say you were. It's, no, I'm questioning myself. Like I have a clear image in my head, but it could just be a me. That like, could be like when picturing it when like, you were a injured. kid. But I want to say that it does exist. Hey, does if you exist. know, email us, tell us. Yeah. Um... Oh, also, um, Snape was like, most unfortunately, you're not in my house. So everything you've just said was a waste of time. A waste of time, Snape. You just wanted to have your word, and this is why I don't think anybody told him to bring them down here. He just wanted his little say. I also love that line because it comes close after the Harry being like, oh, I could have been in Slytherin. What if Harry was in Slytherin with Snape? Can you imagine how terrible his life would be? Or do you think that Snape would have liked him better if he was in Slytherin? I think he would have hated him for different reasons. I think he would have been mad because he wanted Lily to be in Slytherin. And then he would be mad that Harry was in Slytherin and not her. Yeah, I just sort of like thinking about what different... Because he would... I feel like... I think he resents Harry first and foremost because he's so much like James. Like if Harry had red hair and was more studious, I feel like Snape wouldn't hate Harry as much. You know what I'm saying? If he resembled Lily more or if Snape let himself see the kindness that Harry has, like Lily's kindness. But because Harry sort of does not follow the rules, he does look exactly like James. He has his Gryffindor friends that he's always getting in trouble with. I disagree. I, I know I'm not saying I don't I'm not saying that that's true. I'm just saying I'm thinking about yeah. I think um, that he would still dislike Harry because of just his reasons. And I think part of that's proven by he, like, picks on Harry the first day of class, mm-hmm. like, not knowing anything about Harry. And I think he just wants to see bad in him. That's and it true. doesn't help that he looks like James, but I think if he looked like Lily, then he would just resent him for, like, reminding him of Lily. Like, I don't think there's any way that Harry could win in this scenario. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if he actually could be as evil to someone who looked like Lily. That's a good point. Now, if Harry had been a girl that looked like... Right. Like, Like if Harry had been a girl who looks like Lily, could Snape be as... Which is gross to think about. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this is Snary. This is where Snary comes from, where people ship it so heavily. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I have not even ventured into that world. Okay, so this next part of the chapter is amazing because McGonagall is the best teacher ever, okay? The best. Also, just, they're so dumb. And she was like, called them on it. She's like, like, you didn't have an owl? She was like, oh, Harry, what's that? What's that? Oh, was that an owl that was with you? Oh, you might want to use that owl to send a letter. Oh, amazing. Her sarcasm, her sass is incredible and what does it okay so this was kind of just a not rhetorical but like did Dumbledore mean anything when he was like please explain why you did this like it seems so mean like I feel like Dumbledore should know that they wouldn't have just done this for like kicks and giggles right I think Dumbledore is concerned about why the barrier was blocked like he thinks it's it wasn't supposed to be like a you're in trouble. No, I think it's like a what happened because yeah. this but is he not didn't good. Say what happened? He said, "Please explain why you did this." Right, but I think it's you it know. was just interesting wording, I guess. Yeah, please explains why you did this. You know, I think the barrier being is is a creepy thing. Like it could have been anybody trying to if it wasn't Dobby it could have been the Malfoys it could have been Voldemort being back it could have been a lot of things he's like thinking steps ahead oh 
when, when we got it, when Harry's like, but we can't take points from Gryffindor, right? Because, uh, because term hasn't started yet. So cheeky. And McGonagall's like, I'm not gonna smile. I'm not gonna smile. No, I will not take any points from Gryffindor. Yes, McGonagall. Look, I'm just kind of mad at McGonagall, though, because for Effie Norbert, they got so many points. over Norbert! No, I'm not over it. Well, it wasn't technically for Norbert. It was for being out of bed. They got however many points plus detention in the Forbidden Forest. Now, they break wizarding law to get to school in a flying car, and they get one night's worth of detention, and they don't get to go to the feast. That does not make sense. This is my tangent for the episode. I love it. I thought it also didn't make sense. I have that in my notes. Is that what is this punishment system? But I love McGonagall, and I'm loving her more because ugh, I'm going into fan, fan worlds. So in, I've been reading so much Marauders lately, like only Marauders. I haven't read Drury oh, in so long. so nice, like that she's in it. She's in it so much because they love her. And she's younger. Yeah, and... she's younger. And the Marauders are obsessed with her. Like they love her. Yeah, Sirius, they Animagus like her. Yeah, and Sirius calls her Magoo. <laughs> and like by her first name, like he'll be like, what does he call her? Minerva? Uh, no, but he has, like, a, a nickname for her, like, other than Magoo. Minnie? Yeah, Minnie. He'll be like, Minnie, what's up, or something. And I feel like she loves this. No, she does. Like, it's such a, it's, and it reminded me of this moment where she's like, I'm trying not to smile. Because, like, every time Sirius has detention, he's like, oh, gotta go with my wife, Magoo. Gotta go to detention. And... I love it I so love it much. so much. I love that trope well, so much. Whenever you talk about Marauders, that's like the only thing that kind of pulls me towards fan fiction. But what I want more is for J.K. Rowling to do a prequel. Like, that's all I want is she won't for Marauders. Do it. I want it to. Trust me. I crave it. Because I, I just want it from her. Like, for me, what's holding me back from fan fiction is like, it doesn't mean anything to me because it's not true. <laughs> it just makes me sad. But it's so good. Uh, anyway. And I, I feel like my imagination can, like, take me there. Like, what I want to imagine. But then some like, things to be that you don't, don't like, you think don't get, about. You don't even think about it. Like, I didn't think about this McGonagall yeah. with, relationship well, yeah, with them. So and sweet. it's so sweet. Well, and that's what kind of, like, like is, like, tantalizing about it. But um, I it just makes me want more for her to be, like, this yeah. is how it was. And it's amazing. But... Cursed Child has really left me bruised, JK. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm bruised. And I hate my trust because is- I'm such I'm such a piece of garbage because of... Don't say that. Well, I feel like it because even though I get so angry about Cursed Child, they announced that it's officially coming to America and I signed up for like three email lists <laughs> get to Wait, it. I want to do that. I know. I, I, I'm i obviously going to tell you when they come on okay. sale. But I, well, I'll, yeah, set, I'll, I'll send you this link so you can put yourself on the email. Yeah, that's what I want to do. But I was just like, oh, I have no self-restraint and I knew that I would want to see it because I already want to see okay, it. Okay, I think, well, we I don't know if we said it on air on the podcast, but I know when we both read it, we both said, like, it would probably be better to see it than us reading it and that we both want to see it no matter what. I'm going to love it when I see it. I know it, but it's going to make me mad because I'm not going to love the, like, I'm going to love seeing Harry Potter on stage and I know the actors are going to be great and I know it's going to be beautiful theater. I can already tell by looking at the pictures. It was written very visually, which was why it was hard to read, I think. But for me, the main issues weren't the theatricality of it or the cheesiness of it. My main issues were the things that, like, just weren't the plot things. The, the plot holes that just didn't make sense. The way Harry behaved didn't make sense the well we'll talk about this when we yeah. actually redo the cursed child episode but the way time turners worked that is dismissed with one line doesn't make sense but it, yeah we'll just forgive it more while we're watching it but i kind of wish i hadn't read Snape. it Snape does not make sense <laughs> i kind of wish i hadn't read it because it would be cool to just see it without knowing anything yeah i mean it depends on where we are when it comes out which I, I almost didn't read the play, and Alex, like, 
told me to. She suggested. I told heavily. you you had to be in it to be a part of the conver. You had to read it to be a part of the conversation. Yes, and now I'm just like in the conversation hating it. <laughs> wow. Also, I could not go through this alone. Can you imagine? Also, I would if I never saw the show. Yeah. Like, so I did this with Hamilton. I was like, I'm not gonna listen to it because I want to just see it fresh. And now I still haven't listened to it. I'm no closer to seeing it. This was a terrible choice <laughs> for many reasons. But now I'm like laughed in my decision. I feel like. Let me tell you, friends. For people Look, who want to make the and wrong see it. decision, I'm still gonna try like and Molly. See it. Um, but I was it's way out of that loop in that conversation because <laughs> I never listened to it. Um, for those of you who, like most people, can't afford to go see Hamilton, um, I've seen it and I listened to it about a thousand times before I went and see it. Here's why you should listen to this, the, the, the album. One, because the album itself, the show is almost like an opera in that almost everything that happens on the album is just visually represented on stage. Like, you're not missing any lines. So you can go through the full emotional journey like listening to the album it's very long but i (laughs) it's but i suggest you do it it's very good and you get everything that's going on see because i also thought i'd be okay because i like know the history like i don't know any of the romance stuff but i do know like the history of like what happened between hamilton and burr so i was like i'll be fine but i still haven't seen it (laughs) number two the it's the rap is so fast yeah. that you miss some of the jokes if you don't already have like the album memorized. Now there is something to be said for if you didn't listen to the album a lot and you went and saw it, you sort of are surprised by a lot of the beauty of it. That's what I want. So what I really want is to see it twice. See it without hearing anything about and it. And then know it all. Then go back and listen to it a bunch and then see it. That's the, the dream. Part. I don't know where you're going to get the money to do that, but that is the dream. Look, if somebody wants to sponsor this dream of mine, <laughs> let me know. Please. I'd rather them sponsor us to see Chris Child. Ah, I'd rather see Hamilton. Oh, well, I saw it. I know. <laughs> Original cast. I'd rather see Hamilton twice. Okay, but you didn't get to see Lynn in it. Um. Well, Javier Munoz is also original cast. They split the role, Molly. Um... Wow. <clears throat> so, theater, theater, theater. I'm Theater's so, great. Um, my next note is on Snape again. Go. Oh. Um, I don't know why I wrote it like this, but... Snape is to Dumbledore as Nagini is to Voldemort. Like, Dumbledore is like, come, come Snape, like, try to start with me. And then he's like, go Snape, like, go do my bidding. And, like, Voldemort is, like, the same with Nagini. He's like, go do my bidding. Wow, that is a really, like, deep, dark, cut. dark look at Dumbledore. Well, Dumbledore I agree. doesn't treat Snape that well. I mean, he's, like, really mad at Snape. To be fair, like, Snape is, like, the reason why the Potters to be like treated died. well by Dumbledore. Yeah. Like I mean like if if Dumbledore was a better person then yes, he should be treated better. Like I the McGonagall Snape relationship makes sense where McGonagall likes Snape and can forgive him for his misgivings. I don't think Dumbledore ever forgives Snape for his misgivings. But also Dumbledore knows more about what happened with Snape than McGonagall knows. McGonagall is trusting Dumbledore though. Like Dumbledore knows. So, like, in that way, Snape is, or, sorry, Voldemort, shit. In that way, Dumbledore is a good person because he's, like, putting his feelings about Snape aside to let other people trust Snape. Like, he's telling them, like, trust him, I trust him. Yeah. But deep down, Dumbledore never forgave him. Kind of. Him. I don't see that as a good person thing. I see that as a Snape is useful to me, so he's useful to all of you thing. And I think Lupin sees that. Like, I don't think Lupin trusts Snape either, but I think he's like, Dumbledore says we can trust him, so we have to trust him. I disagree with that, because I think that Lupin was one of the ones most let down, kind of, by when it comes out that Snape was responsible for Dumbledore's death. Like, Lupin takes it really hard. No, I I know. And And I think it's because, you know... Snape makes Lupin's wolf fame potion and yeah. it's you know but I when I mean when I say trust I mean like as like oh I understand that Snape is like a great 
person now. Like, I think he hears Harry and he knows that Snape is treating Harry terribly, but he also is in the same line of thinking as Dumbledore as, I see that Dumbledore says we we need to use him, so that's why I defend him the most. Because I also don't see Lupin standing by while Snape mistreats Harry unless he really was, like, one-track mind about the... I think the cause. that Lupin for not forgives, but like kind of is like whatever about Snape Lupin mistreating Harry because he knows of the James stuff, and he's like, I understand that how much Snape hated James. Yeah, I mean, which is how I sort of like not justify the Snape things because it's not justifiable, but yeah. you know, it's how I reason it. But I don't know. I guess in my I don't. Snape is, like, awful to Harry. Yeah. So, but it, not everybody sees that. Like, even Lupin doesn't quite but see Harry it. But Harry says it. When? Harry talks to people about it. Who? He doesn't talk about all, like, the little I guess stuff. maybe he talks about it, like, in his head. And, and I'm like, like, he obviously... And I feel Ron like he's talking her, to me about it. He's Ron and Hermione, you but I, I don't actually know how much Dumbledore sees of, like, the nuances of it. And, like... Because Harry... No, because every time something happens, Harry's like, Snape is... Snape did this because he always treats me like crap. Like, that he, like, repeats that over and over again, and people keep on being like, oh, Snape couldn't have done that. And then Harry's like, all right, whatever, later. Yeah, I mean, and I think because, like, Harry's kind of, like, unreliable in yeah. that. And, and I can understand why he's seen as unreliable. Like, I don't think it's, like... But I think he's seen as unreliable because people keep being like, oh, he thinks Snape is the cause of this bigger evil because Snape is evil to him. Like, they still but know. Dumbledore's that, like, but Snape's not. Like, in the first one, it's like, Dumbledore's like, I know that Snape's not. No, which is right. But I'm yeah. saying, like, he knows, he thinks that Harry thinks that Snape's not the real person. Whoa. Whoa. I didn't follow that Whoa. quite. Me either. I think Dumbledore said, is, like, saying that Harry's an unreliable narrator, or McGonagall says that Harry's an unreliable narrator in, in stories about Snape. Because they know that Snape singles Harry out, so Harry has a terrible relationship with Snape. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but I also think they have other reasons for not believing Harry, because they trust Snape for other reasons. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't know. I'm try- I'm being devil's advocate right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I don't even know what side I'm on right now. I don't even know what side I'm arguing for. <laughs> I don't know, Snape. We're just seeing each other's opposites. <laughs> Every time we agree with the other one, just, we disagree. Yeah, it's... Snape, oh, this, okay. This is why I love Snape so much. Because oh. we can have these conversations. Because you can have these conversations. He's such a great character. Like, just in general, whatever. He's a terrible person. He's a wonderful literary character. Um, causes so much discussion. Um, um, I think... Uh, the only smart thing that Ron does in this chapter is um, hypothesize that, oh, McGonagall doesn't want us bragging. That's why she wouldn't let us go to the uh, base. I'm like, that's pretty smart, Ron. Um, but yeah, so my, my note to the Dumbledore thing is that Dumbledore treats Snape like a pet. Yes, agreed. Where he, like, gives him... Which is why I was saying the thing about, like... Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I know that's what got us into the tangent, but I just want to state it more clearly. <laughs> Um, good, re- like, positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. But um, I also think Snape really loves Dumbledore. I think he really respects Respects him. Dumbledore, but I don't know. I think... Why I think Snape he love him? Not love he him really like a, no like, gushy to. love, but, like, I think... Okay, maybe respect is a better word. But because respect think, is, like, the closest thing Snape gets to love. But I don't... I don't think he has a reason to love Dumbledore. I don't think he has a reason to, but I think he does. But for these reasons, because Snape has came from an abusive home, and I think the only reason he chooses that like dark side is because he's trying to, you know, find appease, a family. Find a family, and he even like that's like canon. Like he's like, oh, like these, you don't understand, Lily. Like these people, they like, they yeah. understand, they get it. And then that's the only reason, because Snape's too smart to do the whole Voldemort thing. Like, he doesn't care about the power part of Voldemort. 
he cares about like this is the people he chose his allegiances with i think he kind of cares about the power because he was like bullied and stuff by like james so he wants to have like power over his right but i mean like he doesn't really believe in voldemort's cause like he doesn't care about voldemort yeah that's not his issue snape is too smart for all of that so um i think he he latches when dumbledore offers him this out he does over the years not like love is such a weird word i know but like i know what you're trying to get at but yeah i i I think with the word love dumbledore becomes his new thing that he latches on to like that one part of his family that pet and that's his owner Maybe, <laughs> but, like, I don't see, like, when Dumbledore asks Snape to kill him, Snape's like, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. this hurts me. I mean, he, I think he, um, I don't know the right word for it, but he, like, needs Dumbledore. And it's almost like he doesn't know who he is without Dumbledore. Right. Keeping which is him kind of, like, honest. Right, exactly. Which is what I think is... This is why I used love, because for Snape, I think that's the closest thing you get to love. Because the only other person we ever see him show, like, affection for is Lily. It's like Lily and Dumbledore, the only two people he has emotions for. Which is interesting. I wonder how he does feel about, like, McGonagall or something, because they do have a pretty good relationship. Like, they have, like, some rivalry, and then they have that fight... In the seventh one, which is, like, really cool. I'm excited to talk about it, but, um... I think... Because he's not trying he's to kill her. with like, McGonagall. Not friends, but, like, he... I mean, you know, it's hard to talk about Snape in terms, like, love and friendship. But, know. you know, I think he respects McGonagall, and yeah. I think he likes McGonagall. Yeah. And I think they have tea sometimes, and they can talk. I don't think they have tea. I think they have tea. No. In the teacher's lounge. There's no way. There's... <laughs> Maybe with Filch. Ew. I do not think Snape hangs out with they, Filch. In the first book, they're like buddies. Yeah, but I don't... I think Snape uses Filch. Like, I do not think Snape hangs out with Filch. Like That's his only buddy in the first book. Alright. We are so off topic, but... Getting back into it. LOL at Hermione chastising. <laughs> She's like, LOL, Hermione. <laughs> Why are our notes so the same? I know. Let th- I said she let them off easy. <laughs> yeah, she did let them off e- easy. She, like, pulled a McGonagall, and she was like, uh, I can't even with this I right think now. they were so shocked by what happened <laughs> that they couldn't even fully <laughs> chastise them. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, what are these rumors going around? People are saying that you guys, like, stole a magical car and are expelled from school and he's like yeah well we're not expelled and Hermione's like hold up please tell me you didn't fly a car I know please tell me she's just like can't believe it this did not happen um also like these are just like classic Gryffindors like being super impressed by like their interests and just like throwing like a minor party for them for being like I bad. love it. I, I love know. it. I do too, actually. When Dean's like amazing, and then Seamus is like in- unbelievable, and, and like Fred and George are actually impressed. Yeah, but like they're clearly impressed with Harry and not like. Well, they. Oh. I don't think they want to be impressed with Ron. I know. So and Ron's like cheeks get all red. And Ron's the reason that this happened. Yeah. Like Ron should get the credit for it. That was my last note. It was just like classic Gryffindors. My yeah. Same. Amazing. Love it. So did you have anything else that was uh, bothering <laughs> Uh I do want to talk about this. I I came across some Tumblr stuff that I want to rant about, but I feel like we already ranted about Snape. But anyway, but let's do, let's close out the chapter okay. first and then we'll do, I'll go into my, my fandom world. Who is your chapter champion, Molly? Um, <laughs> the Whomping Willow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would have given it to McGonagall, but I was so mad at her for Norbert. Oh my god! Well, and then she gave him such a light thing for this, like, you just didn't... Yeah, that's why I chose McGonagall, because I'm like, my girl understands. Look, she, like, 
isn't treating them fairly. Like, it's not consistent. I don't care. I loved it. Look, Whomping Willow. Like, I felt like they deserved the Whomping Willow. Like, it was their karma. I'm not saying, like, the Whomping Willow isn't my rat. I'm just saying. Look, I'm just, like, I'm just defending why the Womp Willow is Womp, Wampa, Wampa Wills. Is my uh, champ. Okay. Karma. Well, mine's Magoo. <laughs> Mini. But also, okay, I just want to say that because I've been reading Marauders for the past week and a half, I feel like McGonagall as my chapter champion is also due to how much fanfiction I've been reading because I'm just in a very I love McGonagall mood But she right would now. have been, but I was, like, annoyed about how it was, like, so inconsistent. I really was annoyed about that, so that's what made me hesitate from giving it to McGonagall. I, I, I just love her in this chapter. I think she's so funny. She's so cheeky. And then my rat was Snape. Um, my rat was Snape. I crossed him out, and then I said the car. What? The car got them there. The car is the reason everything goes wrong. No, Ron the end, is right. the reason. But I'm saying, like, the car's invisibility feature is broken. It doesn't have good mileage. The, no, the I love the car. The engine breaks, and then he, the car boots them all Yeah, out. they deserve it, because they kept him running for so long. And the car... Old. Has a chance to redeem itself later. The car is like Errol. Like, he can't go on long journeys. <laughs> but the car is my rat. Okay. The car is to Errol. Stop. <laughs> and now Ugh. And I only gave this chapter 50 points, which is even kind of high, actually. It's more like 30. I don't like this. Like, there, nothing really happens in this chapter. I gave it, like... What did I give it? I said 50, I think but I, I think it it's like, more of a 30 for me. All right, so you're going to do 30? Yeah. All right, I'll do 50. Okay. Yeah, because um, for Magoo, and I actually do like Snape, and I think she is clever for bringing in the whole Slytherin thing and the diary thing. Very clever things that she brings up. Yeah, like, I don't, it's not a bad chapter, but it doesn't really add too much for me. Mm. Like, if this chapter didn't exist, it wouldn't matter. Agreed. I mean, obviously, it sets precedent for the Howler. <laughs> oh, I love the Howler. I'm going to do a reenactment. Quote me. Okay. Um, all right, so what's your, what's all right. your issue? Here's the deal, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm going to come at this at a very... Um, and then are we going to do a quiz after? Oh, we can do the quiz now. No, let's do it after. Okay, so I'm going to come at this at a very impartial way because I could just be crazy. And I have strong feelings about it, but it's because, I don't know, I have strong feelings about this character in general. So, I was on Tumblr, minding my own business in the morning as I do. So I'm going through, I'm reading fan theories, I'm reading little conversations between Draco and Harry, I'm reading Marauder's Fluff, I'm looking at fan art, and then I see a rant about my beloved character friend, Tonks. Oh, God. And Molly, as my witness, knows how much I love Tonks. Like, identify as a person with Yeah, Tonks. Tonks, I feel a very strong kinship to, but it's fine. Um, so this was discussing the scene in which um, Tonks tries to convince Lupin to go on, to, to be with her, basically. And it's right after Dumbledore dies. So the person... So, so to get married, not to have a baby. Yes, this is the marriage thing. Okay. We're all on Tonks' side with the marriage thing. Lupin's being ridiculous. Right? And the baby thing. I mean, I'm sorry, I meant with the baby thing. Sorry, this this thing I'm talking about is the marriage thing. I meant with the baby thing. So in So just to recap, in this scene, what happens is Dumbledore has just died. And Bill has just been scratched by Finier. And... Molly's been like, I suppose you don't want to marry him now that he's, you know, not pretty anymore, basically. And Fleur's like, what? Do you think I'm not pretty enough for the both of us? And I love that line. It's amazing. Fleur, queen, amazing. You are pretty enough for the both of them. Also, Bill's probably hot with the scars. Side. Definitely. Yeah, whatever. Like, earring plus scars plus ponytail, like, you're getting it, Bill. Except for book 
Bill is so much hotter than movie Bill for Agreed. me. Agreed. But I also love the actor that's movie Bill. I have, like, a nerd crush on him. Like, he's not as hot as described in the movie, but for me, who loves nerdy boys, he's still, like, doing it for me. But the, um... Ooh. Uh, the... Anyway, so Tonks, after Fleur has that great line, is like, see, she wants him even though he has the scars, and then Remus is like, no, like... It's not the same. It's not the same, I'm awful, like, I'm dangerous, blah, 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 and Tonks is like, I don't care about all that, like, I don't care, and Lupin's like, I'm too old for you, and she's like, I don't care, like, you deserve to be loved, I love you, and then Molly's like... She loves you. Like, you deserve to have... We could all use a little bit more love. We could all use happiness. We could all use love. You can accept this love. You're not... And he's like, I'll ruin your life. You deserve someone better. And she's like, I don't want someone better. I want you. And it's romantic. And it's cute. It's beautiful. And though it comes at a very terrible time. Because Lupin does say after that, hey, we should not be talking about this right now. Dumbledore just died. But then somebody says, like, Dumbledore more than anyone would want to see a little bit more love in this world. Beautiful line. Get Can't it, remember Molly. remember who said yes, that. Yes, Molly. I love that you're on my side <laughs> in this argument. Now, the Tumblr user's argument... Sorry, I'm being... I'm not being impartial the way I said I would be. Okay, so the argument is... And I'm terrible because... um. If anybody knows this Tumblr user and saw this, or if you are listening, I really love your Tumblr, which is why this has hit me so hard. So I'm not trying to, like, I'm just, uh, comment, I have a, I would like to discuss it. Anyway, so, um, Tonks said, they say that Tonks forces Remus's hand. Like, she is borderline, like, abusive in this instance. But it's clear that Lupin loves her. Right. And and their whole excuse is that, like, this is a terrible time. Like, he's in a high-stress situation. And um, she takes advantage of Lupin's vulnerability in this moment. And I'm like, first of all, Remus Lupin ain't doing nothing he don't want to do. Like, nothing. Second of all, it's because Remus Lupin has a terrible self-confidence, doesn't think he deserves anything. He doesn't think he deserves the teaching position. He doesn't think he deserves to be happy. Like, he's just making up excuses. And that scene clearly states, and I read it. I read it before I started having this discussion because I wanted to make sure that I had my facts straight. That scene is clearly, uh, I'm trying to come up with excuses because I'm really like, I have high anxiety about my own self-worth. And as someone who has low self-confidence, I like really identify with Lupin in that moment. And I know what it's like to want someone to be like, hey, like, I love you no matter what. Like, this is like That's what I want. This hear. is all he needed to hear. And which is why he does marry her after this scene. So it just, it kind of like got my goat that they were like, she forces her hand. And I know by, uh, I know because I follow this person that they are a huge wolf star shipper, which is like serious, oh. um, serious Lupin. And so am I, obviously. But this is what really gets on my nerves about the whole fandom culture in general, is this need to hate the other person. Like, you can still ship Reem Dora and also Wolfstar. Like, that's the only ship, I think, in the Harry Potter universe that can cohesively move one to the other. Like, you could literally ship both as canon. that that doesn't happen often you could also like two things you can also respect that someone shifts one thing and that one thing is canon you don't have to to tear it down yeah you don't have to bring down Ginny because you ship harry with draco (laughs) like you don't have to bring down hermione because you want ron with i don't know pansy (laughs) like I, I, it really gets on my nerves because it happens so much. You ha- or, or characters that have an innate rivalry. If you like one over the other, you feel the need to just really bring down the other person. And it's like, you're a smart person and all logical thought leaves your mind. It's like, Tonks also is like a sweet person. She's not done anything negative. Except for love him for yeah. who he is. Yeah, it's like that's <laughs> all she's done and it really, Makes me upset. <laughs> they were like, she's like a borderline, like abusive because of this scene. I'd be mad about that. 
I was just, it, I was so boiled about it. And I almost liked it because you can like things on Tumblr to look at it. Because I almost liked it because I knew I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. But I couldn't even let myself like it. So before um, we started recording, I had to go back through this person's Tumblr and find it in their history. Because I was so, like, against it. This also, I'll bring, well, I'll go more into depth about this if we do another uh, but you might have something to say about this because I feel like you are impartial. Another thing that's happening right now is because it was the anniversary of uh, the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah. No. no. That's not me. No. Yeah. It is me. It was the anniversary of Battle of Hogwarts a few, uh, like last week or something. And um, everyone had a bunch of like, thank God Snape is dead things going on. Like, and it was a lot. And I was like, whoa, guys. And so that brought up a lot of um, pro-James stuff, anti-Snape oh. things. And I, okay, so here's... I'm not pro-Snape, but I don't want him to die. I'm not pro-Snape as a person. I'm also not pro-James as a person. I love James. Like, reading Marauders, like, I really like James as a character. James is an asshole. I don't get enough of James to, like, say that he's an asshole. But, th- but we this- only get that one scene where he's an asshole, which he definitely is an asshole. But I don't want to base his whole character off of one moment. Right. But I, this is this is my point about James, though, is that Snape we get a lot more of, and we see him as an asshole longer. But we do have to take some, um, we do have to like put a little bit of blame on James for being a bully. Oh, now, I've never been like James is innocent, but I also don't think that it was like a bully and victim relationship. No, I'm not saying, I'm not even talking about their relationship. I'm just talking about there's a huge James V. Snape thing. And I'm like, can we please look at them as separate characters? Like you can love James and also not think that, that like, you just have to see, I just want everybody to see the bad in both of them because people hold James on this pedestal. Like he's this like God of all God characters. And I'm like, let me point out something to you. James came from a rich family. He's a pure blood wizard and he bullies people that were below him. He bullied people. That is not a good thing. James is not a nice person. Yes, Sirius bullied people also. Sirius comes from an abusive home. Sirius is also awful. We get more of Sirius, so we get a Sirius redemption arc. We get more of Snape, so we get more shitty Snape, and then a Snape redemption arc. We don't, James doesn't get his chance to have a redemption arc except through Harry and through Lily. We think James's redemption arc is Lily forgave James, therefore he gets his redemption arc. But I just want everybody to know that James also does some pretty shitty stuff. I don't put James on a pedestal, but I also don't see Snape as like a victim. Like I think that they both fight each other and I don't think it's like James was bullying Snape like I think that they both like kind of like bully each other that's how I see it mm, okay because well like Maybe. Off, in that scene like obviously like James I'm, gets the better of Snape but I don't think like that's the only relationship they have because I think that although obviously Lupin is like friends with James he was like don't get me wrong like Snape never took a like didn't take a hex on him and like James never stopped really Going after Snape. But Lupin and Sirius are also disgusted by the whole what they did with... Because even the prank is really what I'm talking about. Like, I don't care about the... Like, I think but the... But Lupin never had anything to do with that prank. Right, but Lupin was angry at Sirius and James yeah. for that prank. Yeah, so I... I think I, the prank is awful. Like, yeah. Snape could have died. Definitely awful. And also... I also like, think it's rude what they... I think... What makes me mad about the prank is I get mad at Sirius and James for what they did to Lupin. Like, they used him. They used Lupin, and that's yeah. their best friend, and that really is like you know, you know me with like family and betrayal. Like that, yeah, really pisses me off. Well, like, see, off. I feel I feel weird like defending them, but I'm not defending James and Sirius right now. I'm more just like fixated on the fact that I don't think that Snape was just like a passive person that like James was like in series were like doing this to like I think he was antagonizing them as much like he was trying to get Lupin expelled and them expelled so they yeah. were like I'm gonna do this to him because he's trying to get us expelled but I th- yeah you know what I and no, I don't think I do, that's right no I do think it was like a uh 
a like back and forth relationship. Yeah. I'm not arguing that. I'm just this, saying they just went too far. They went too far, and I think they always went too far. Like even with the trousers. Like I think like it's just they. I feel like Snape. And well, we Snape's, see Snape doing it back. We hear about him doing the it. The reason back. I think that though is because of Lupin's reaction to it. Like it's because of Lupin being like, yeah. Those things were not great. Yeah. And even Lily is, like, you get her a little bit of Lily's perspective, yeah. and she's like, you guys keep arguing, but you guys are the ones that take it too far. Like, the marauders take it too far. Yeah. Yeah, you know? like, I definitely am not defending their actions, but and I'm also I, not like, supporting Snape. Like I said, I I'm reading a lot of Marauders. I'm kind of anti-both. <laughs> and I, right, and I, I'm loving Marauders era, and I, and I really appreciate Snape as a character, so... I am really neutral on this whole thing. I just don't like it when people sort of the James pedestal thing because he's not a great person. He like he learns from his mistakes. We all have done things we're not proud of, but I just I I hate those dichotomies that come up where it's like you have to choose one or the other so you forget to look critically at the whole big picture. You yeah. Know? Okay, tangent over. Tangent is done. Rant over. Whew. I'm never getting on Tumblr again. That's a <laughs> bold face lie. Um, so we're gonna get into our Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts. Teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Um, I have one question. I don't know. Should I find another one? Um, I, I have two, but mine are the, like kind of the same. So you can just do your one. Mine is, so you just have to say who said it. Ooh, okay. Good lord, I'm gonna um, get it wrong. <laughs> it's kind of 50 <laughs> Good god. Um, hold on, let me find the exact quote. Oh my god, is this, do I have to pick between Fred or George? No. Oh my god. Um, all we've got to worry about now are airplanes. And I'll, I'll explain after why I picked this Yeah, book. what is this question? Um, is it Harry? No. Who is it? It's Ron. <laughs> okay, so that's why I picked it, because I thought it was so funny that Ron was like, now we have to look out for airplanes. Like, you wouldn't even think that Ron would know what an airplane was, because they're so dumb about muggle stuff. That is so weird. Because I almost brought it up just, like, as a note, but I was like, oh, I'll make it a quiz question, because it's kind of funny. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I've, I... It, it stuck out to me, that line, because I just thought it was weird that Ron would notice, or think about airplanes. Well, all right. So, um, my quiz questions are about food. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so what is Harry's favorite dessert? Treacle tart or whatever, treacle... You're about pudding? to say, yeah, trickle pudding. And what dessert does Dumbledore want Snape, want to eat with Snape at the end? I want to say it's treacle too, but it has tart in it? Yeah. Is it treacle tart? No. Um, I don't know, something tart. It's custard tart. Oh. I'll give you full points, that was pretty close. <laughs> I did know the treacle thing because when we were at PotterCon, I put... Trickle tart is the wrong answer for that food one, but it was like steak and yeah. kidney pie. Or okay, but you were right. Like trickle tart is Harry's favorite yeah, dessert. But it, it, it was like dessert. what was favorite it, food? No, it was what was creature making them? For, yeah, when because, they were supposed to come back, which is really sad. And yeah. it's like steak, um, pot pie or something. yeah, steak and kidney pie. Yeah. Which I put treacle tart because I knew how much Harry liked treacle tart. So. Yeah, but it's trickle pudding that Molly makes for his dessert, and it's custard tart that Dumbledore is like, Snape, come on, I've been wanting to try it. Come, custard. Snape. Come on, Snape. Be a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next week uh, we're doing some Gilderoy Lockhart. Um, Action. And we'll be discussing a fan theory for that chapter, so stay tuned for that. Uh, to tune in to next week, please uh, tell us Gilderoy Lockhart's favorite color. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, bye. <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs> Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.